Coming up, a Q&A triple play, all inspired by you, whom I love, clearly, but in a completely platonic and entirely COVID-safe way. Like, let's be responsible, shall we? No tongue this time. Not from 1.5 metres minimum safe separation in any case. Like, do I look like I'm made of Gene Simmons? Let's rock and roll all night and party every day. <laughs> I'm John Logan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that. Yes, they. Or you can simply click the card that's up there now. Dude, let us kick off with a Ford Ranger that dances like Virgil Tracy walks. It's properly FAB. Apologies, not a new car inquiry, but I bought a 2020 XLT with 10,000 Ks on the clock, which has an alarming tendency to bounce, float, of course, when it hits a bump, this loss of control is especially frightening on bends. I haven't experienced this with other ranges, if a driven for work. The experience is akin to driving on clay or ice. If a tried to research causes, remedies and reliable experts online with no satisfactory result, can you advise me? Im happy to pay. There's no need to pay, Jim. It's not the same if you pay for it, dude. Like, it's just not. More straightforward, perhaps. Somewhat transactional, of course, but not the same. I don't want to fake it like that. To Jim, I would say, dude, get that apostrophe key fixed. Stat. This handy reference guide might help. You're most welcome. As to that shitbox ranger... The only vehicle standing between Ford Shitsville and Sales Freefall. Like, come on, dude. You don't research something like this. You go out actively and get it fixed as a priority. It sounds like a pretty dangerous but somewhat straightforward defect. It's doubtless caused by some chassis control component that is most probably damaged or not functioning correctly. It shouldn't be that hard for a competent individual in the banner spinning sweepstakes to diagnose and fix. Just take the vehicle to a competent mechanic and get the fault repaired as an absolute priority. Or take it to a dealership and have it fixed under warranty if it's a manufacturing defect or other warrantable issue. And on this point, Maybe just get the diagnosis done independently first, like for a fee, and then take it to the dealer if it is warrantable, because the dealer will be an extortionate way to fix a defect that flows from something like poor crash repair or abuse, like overloading and breaking a damper or a mounting point, etc., or other non-warrantable issue, even if it wasn't you who committed the abuse, it's... Still not going to be warrantable if it's an issue of that nature. I'd also suggest that a proper pre-purchase inspection by a trusted independent mechanic next time when you go out and buy any used car would alert you to this kind of thing before you drop the big bucks. 
don't drive this vehicle at all if it's dangerous would be my core message here. That is A, immoral and unethical because you're putting others at risk by doing that. And B, it could have serious legal consequences. Like if you're aware of the risk and you do it anyway, that's like negligent. If you need to get it towed off for repairs because of safety concerns, do that. Cop the cost on the chin. And now this from Lambros, just call me Ross, Corlass. I watch your videos all the time and really enjoy them. They make me laugh when I've had an average day at the office. I'm looking for my daughter's first car and want to know what the CVT transmissions are like in later models 2017 plus of the Suzuki Swifts. I know they are made by Jatco, but have they improved at all or are they still shit? Used car prices have gone through the roof. I am hoping to spend about twelve to 14000 bucks for something. Keep up the great videos. Cheers, Ross. Hey, Ross, that's very kind of you to say, mate. Thank you. Humor's hard to do. Like, reporting is easy. Like, look at the Muppets who do that. But humor, who knew going into this up front, right? Now, I've never had a complaint about a CVT in a Suzuki. However, the word Jatco and... 2017 time frame, it does fill me with dread. Suzuki's not a real big player here in Australia either, but frankly, the question on my lips and gagging to erupt in the manner of a projectile VB and Vindaloo Technicolor yawn on a Friday evening about midnight is, is there something fundamentally wrong with the Mazda 2? Like, riddle me that, dude, because... That is probably the best car of that size available. And if I had a daughter whose need was for a reliable, safe, just generally good and fairly polished new slash used car, that would be what I would be trying to get her in. Just saying. Hi, John. We saw your video on weight distribution hitches and was interested in your comments regarding drains and the pressure you would put on the tow bar, etc. Would you prefer airbags on the back axle apostrophe S? <sighs> Peter, Peter, Peter. I'm all petered out now, dude. You could do with a little green <coughs> fucking apostrophe's assistance too, in my view. Link in the description, pro tip, never use apostrophes for pluralization. No matter how provocatively they gyrate in front of you in the gentleman's club of yo imagination. Just saying. You've asked me what I would prefer to see, okay? And I do prioritize honesty over the need of appeasement. I'd prefer, and I had hoped this would be abundantly clear from my earlier towing videos at this point, However, I'd prefer that users of vehicles who intend to tow anything leave the vehicle standard and keep the masses and other imposed loads, A, conservatively within all manufacturer stipulated load limits, and B, I'd prefer they didn't load the vehicle and trailer combination to the extent where any of these nutbag aftermarket band-aids seemed necessary. My preference 
is based on the quaint engineering notion that these insane compensatory devices and systems do not prevent you from overloading the chassis and or the axles. They just make dud loading decisions look better. Like, let's say you've got a ute and you load it right up. Heavily, okay, but notionally compliant. And you drive it endlessly on Shitsville's worst roads, which, let's face it, would be most of them. You're a bit fatigued out there one day, you hit a wash away, and you bend the chassis so that it resembles the arch of the Shitsville Harbour Bridge. That's on you, dude. Conservative loading is a virtue, a way to ensure reliability and durability and not depend on these ridiculous load-leveling band-aids. Now, a bonus situation concerning my recent report on Will Toms, who had his Subaru Outback go intra-poopy at some approximate midpoint during a recent interstate trip. I'll put a link, you know, This is from Andrew Jackson. <laughs> Further to your recent Subaru CVT video, I had this experience in summary. CVT malfunctioned, went into Subaru Lilydale, they reset something and advised all okay, drove around the block and the warning lights came back on. After that, they conceded there was a CVT issue and initial quote was around $5,000. I complained. They claimed to have gone to Subaru Australia on my behalf and got a reduction to 3100 I advised them I would not accept, and then I went to Subaru Australia Direct, who then, after some email exchanges, agreed to pay for the parts. In the end, I paid for labour, only $462 plus GST, which I thought was okay considering started out at five grand. In the end, I was reasonably happy with the final outcome, especially in the past having to deal with Volkswagen over a Passat ABS Barky problem, which they just would refuse to engage. Yeah, AJ, those dub-dub barky problems. They're the worst, dude. They just can't have seeped it, even when it stands out like the low-hanging fruit on a big black dog. Bastards. Now, I will be posting an update on Will Toms and his CV2 intra-poopy outback issue later this week, and I have to say it's the full-blown $11,600 frown goes upside-down result for Will and his lovely wife. And this kind of does matter to them because they're on the pension. I have to give Subaru 13 points out of a possible 10 in the circumstances for the ultimate result here. Details will follow on this. Just subscribe, hit the bell, dude. You know what to do so you don't miss out. And now to Andrew, I would say, well done, dude, being an effective advocate for yourself. And certainly with less pain and suffering than dealing with the Volkswagen Death Star. World's most criminal car maker. Just saying. Worse even than Satan's official car maker. And that's saying something. But look, when you're looking down the barrel of a $5,000 repair quote up front, it should not be down to the consumer 
to negotiate a fairer amount. The presumption should not be unfairness up front. It just shouldn't because you have already invested in their brand on the showroom floor and you did it up front. When something goes wrong, in my view at least, that's the time for reciprocity. That's when they should invest in your relationship with them. Like, and they should do it immediately up front. If 462 bucks was the final price, then the magnitude of the proposed ripoff up front was four and a half grand. And to me, that's just staggering. And this is how the car industry continues to do business. They try it on at every step. They see you coming and they hope like hell that you'll just cave in and pay. Dealers in particular have no idea about long-term stewardship of relationships. Like none. It's irrelevant to them, like some of them anyway. Maybe most. I don't know. I haven't done the numerical analysis. Certainly it's a big enough slice of the pie so as not to be insignificant. Some consumers, like just, they cave in early and maybe they're just not capable of standing up for themselves or they abhor confrontation, whatever. To me, this is just a disgraceful imbalance of power. There'll be a full update on Will Tom's Outback CVT and the $11,600 transmission replacement later this week. The pro tip on that, I'm just prick-teasing now, it wasn't even the CVT that had failed. I've got the full technical report. Details to follow. Subscribe now so you don't miss that. It is kind of interesting, like Chinese whispers. And hit the bell so that you get notified. Thanks for watching.